Welcome to Rising Tide Startups, where today's most exciting solopreneurs share their startup stories. They also deliver tangible strategies that they would implement personally if starting their business over today. Each episode is a startup masterclass. Make sure you take notes. Take it away, Kevin. This is Kevin Pruitt with another episode of Rising Tide Startups, and my guest today is Seth Mendelson. Seth, thank you for joining us on Rising Tide. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks so much for having me. I'm looking forward to it. So, Seth, right off the bat, tell everybody where, you, where you're sitting right now. Where am I sitting? I am in Colorado right now, just outside of Denver, and it's really smoky. I'm looking at my window right now, and normally I can see the mountains, but I can't. I was going to say, you, do you have a beautiful mountain view out one of the, one of the windows of the house there? No, not, not now. You can't see it from all the wildfires. It's yeah. so smoky. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Seth, if you were at a networking event, how would you introduce yourself? I would say that I am Seth Mendelson. I am with Denterica, and we're a company that helps dentists gain new patients through their websites, through SEO, search engine optimization. So nobody just woke up one day and said, hey, I'm going to do SEO for dentists. So walk us through kind of that transition story, like, what did you do before? What did you, you know, studied in university? What's the, what's been kind of the pathway? Is it, is it been a straight line or has it been kind of this serpentine well, that most people take? <laughs> well, actually I just woke up one day and said, I'm going to do that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. So I, I previously helped hospitals with their information systems and it was a lot of travel, travel every week. And I have two kids. So you know, about the time that my oldest son got to be about four, it got to be a little too much where it wasn't really working. And my wife is a dentist. And that was about the same time that she really wanted to help grow her practice. Mm -hmm. So we realized it was a good opportunity for both me and her, where I could stop what I was doing, kind of switch careers and help my wife. I wasn't doing SEO at that time. I was pretty much more of a general marketing role. Yeah. I was helping her with um, HR also. Um, but regarding marketing, my big task was really getting new patients because mm -hmm. my wife's a great dentist. She has like raving reviews online, like 5.0 on Google, but people weren't able to find her. She was only getting about 10 new patients a month. She needed a lot more. So I, I first, what I did was like what most people do. And I really started a few different types of advertising, like pay-per-click, uh, mailers, and it was just expensive. It didn't work very well. Um, so I decided to do is I decided, hey, why not just have our website work for us and, you know, optimize our website. And hopefully we can get a lot more patients through the website, more sustainable, more affordable. Um, so I interviewed about 10 companies. I couldn't find one that was the right fit for me. Uh, there just, nothing just was the right fit. So I, I got frustrated and decided, hey, why not? I'm an IT guy. I have lots of healthcare experience. Why not just go ahead and learn how to do this myself? So I did that. We got amazing results. Within a year, uh, my wife was getting about you know, 40 to 50 new patients a month. So it like about quadrupled pretty much, all because people are able to find us on Google. Um, I liked it. Um, it's just, it was so much fun. So I you know, ended up helping out some other dentists and then finally I realized, because I was doing so well and I like it so much, I decided, why not just turn that into a career? So that's how that happened. 
So I, I mean, I, I love the the idea that you know, they talk about you know the the riches are in the niches, although it's it's actually niche because it's a French word, but the idea that you know you you found one kind of channel, one kind of stream, and you kind of stayed in that lane. Have, have you been tempted to? You know, hey, I've got an ophthalmologist friend that just called me and said, hey, if you can do it for them, can you do it for us? Or, you know, have, what about doing it for the local pizza place? You know, what about, you know, have you had some some op opportunities to kind of get out of the, the dentist river? Yeah, that's kind of funny that you mentioned that because I actually have been thinking about that. So I really like dentistry. And one of the big reasons why I focus on dentistry only is because dentistry is really different and in order to do a really good job optimizing the websites you really have to understand it well which mm -hmm. i do because yeah. i mean i've been around it for so long my wife is a dentist i helped in her practice as director of operations uh, but like the thing is i really like all types of seo i like helping out other websites so that actually is one of the things i'm thinking about doing just branching out and you know helping out some other businesses as well just because it's just so much fun doing different things and you know like you know all dental practices um each one is different but it's all mm -hmm. dentistry so right. yeah it would be it would be kind of interesting to, to branch out into something else i am keeping that um on the back of my mind is something i'd want to do but i mean i'll always focus on dentistry because that's really my core thing right so are there other dentists in that area that you've worked for or i mean you obviously could work for a dentist anywhere in the country i mean correct so. yes is that yeah, that's how you've gotten into that space? Correct. Yeah, because my wife is a dentist, you know, so obviously I have a lot of connections in the dental industry. So right. that's how I got into that. Uh, but no, I went do more. I actually went do more than one um, dental office in the same city just because yeah. I went went them to, to compete like competing each other. Is, uh, sure. Right. But yeah, yeah. So that's a great question. So when you when you first sat down, you watched your first YouTube video or whatever, however else you decided to, to kind of self-educate. So what what exactly was kind of the foundation that you were trying to lay? Was it a was it kind of a content based? You know, we're going to write some good articles. Was it the fact that we're just going to drive traffic to the website? What was your what was your strategy when you first started out? OK, and um, it's a good question. And really with search engine optimization, like in, in my opinion, the main goal is not to, you know, just get lots more traffic or just rank really high on, you know, a few keywords or mm -hmm. to try to rank as many keywords as possible. Really, the main goal is really at the bottom line. The main goal is really to acquire high quality traffic yeah. through your website that will convert to clients. So that was my goal. Like when I first got started with my wife, my goal was you know, trying to like maybe, you know, triple her, her amount of new patients that she was getting, which we actually exceeded that. Um, and then uh, like to answer your question about, you know, what to focus on, you can't just focus on one thing when optimizing a website. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, like websites, I mean, there's really kind of like three main parts, on-site SEO, which is everything like on your website, off-site, which is things like that aren't on your website, like backlinks or mm -hmm. even citations. And then there's also technical SEO, which is about crawlability and indexing, um, which is kind of like, it's kind of similar to on-page SEO, but you can't focus on just one thing. So for example, a lot of people really think about backlinks, which are really important, links that link to your website. Those are important because they, you know, Google is really big with trust. And if, if another website links to you, that's a sign that they trust yeah. you and they endorse you. 
Yeah. But like backlinks, depending on who you talk, it might only be about 20% of your ranking factor. So if you just mm. target backlinks, you're not going to do well. So right. I mean, you have to target everything. It's all about the little details, you know, like backlinks, on-page SEO, like all the content and pictures. Uh, like if it's a local business, like a plumber or an electrician or a dentist off as brick and mortar, uh, things like Google, your Google My Business page is very important and reviews. So it's all about the little details. And you can't just focus on one thing. You, it's one of those things where you really have to focus on everything. Right. I mean, I, I love the way that you you put that. You said, you know, the goal was not to, I think you what you said was not to rank high or drive traffic, simply drive traffic. It, it was, it's really to acquire high quality clients. Right. I mean, yeah, that's, rank, a, that's ranking, a industry. Yeah. I mean, just ranking for a keyword doesn't really put food on the table. <laughs> right. Right. But, but how many people though, when they think of SEO, that's, a, that's where they, they default to, they default to, you know, I want to be number one in Google. I want to, you know, rank for some high, you know, keywords, those types of things. And, and are, you know, it's almost like, is your eye actually on the prize? I mean, what is the ultimate target is the ultimate goal to increase the client base, or is it just simply to rank high in Google? You know, you could have a higher, high Google rank with, with really, you know, bad visitors to your website that aren't, you know, pre-qualified leads or whatever. So it's, I, I really, really thought that your approach was interesting. And so if you and I are, we're going to step on an elevator, we're going to go up 10 floors. You got 40 seconds with me and I, you know, we're at a dentist convention. Give me your best sales pitch for, for your SEO service in our elevator ride here. Okay. Well, I mean, my, my pretty much, I mean, to, to sum it up, I mean, and when you mean that, so pretty much not really about my business, but just about search engine optimization in general. No, you're trying to, you're trying to sign me on as a client. I'm a dentist. We're at a convention. You're, you're trying to onboard new clients for your dental SEO business. Give me, give me a good sales pitch. Okay. So, you know, I mean, I have pretty much what I would say is, you know, our company we, we focus on, we're a mark, dental marketing company. We focus exclusively on search engine optimization as a way to increase new patients as opposed to advertising, which can be more costly and also, um, you know, it's too temporary. When you stop advertising, you lose everything. You don't yeah. get anything else. Right. So if you really want to increase patients in a sustainable way for your dental practice, you know, you really, you, you can advertise, but you should really focus on search engine optimization and getting patients through your website. That's going to be the most sustainable way to get new patients. You'll be able to get more new patients, most likely, by, you know, focusing on your website. And it's just going to be a sustainable way to get lots of new patients, you know, like, as long as you own your practice. Right. Plus, you know, you can also write down on a, on a cocktail napkin. I increased my wife's, you know, <laughs> new clients per month, 400%, you know, through SEO or whatever that, that magic number is. And I mean, that, that alone is, is, uh, you know, just, do you need to say anything else? You know, I, right. I, I can increase you. Yeah, I mean, your right. I mean, clients. like all the, yeah, I mean, like all these other methods, I mean, it's kind of crazy. I mean, for example, you know, I mean, I've tried lots of different things, like even mailers with a really good company. Yep. And I mean, you can spend $10,000 and get, you know, five new people from that. Right. But are those people really great patients? Yeah. Usually not. Cause I mean, they just found out about you through, through a, like a, a mailer. 
I mean, like the nice thing about like search engine optimization is you can find people that are looking for your type of business. So if you're an upscale dental practice, they're looking for the best dentist. They don't really care about finding the cheapest dentist. They really want the best. They're looking yep. for you. Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny. I mean, I guess, I guess the general lay person out there has a, has a different perception of like dental practices. I mean, when you said, you know, she was only onboarding this many clients a month and she wanted to onboard this many, I'm thinking, you know, every dentist I've ever been to in my life, I had to wait four months for the first appointment slot. And I'm thinking, is this really a problem? I mean, is it, is, is driving new clients, you know, to a dental practice really a problem? Is it a problem? That, yeah, that's a question. That That's not a rhetorical oh, yeah. question. That's a, that's oh, a, that's a real yeah. question. <laughs> and, and first of all, if you're waiting four months, that uh, they, they probably need to hire more hygienists because <laughs> There's no you know, it's like, <laughs> but no, no it, it, is, it is a big problem. And the thing is, it it's actually, it's a yes and no answer. So there's, there's some dentists where they already have as many patients as they really need. And, you know, getting new patients, you know, they don't, they don't need a big influx of patients. Uh, but then there is some that they do, like maybe, you know, maybe their back door is open and they're, they're use, losing too many patients yeah. that are just leaving the practice. Maybe it's because they're in an area where uh, lots of people move away from that town mm. and they, they just like lose patients to, you know, leaving or maybe they're growing their practice. Yeah, new practice you know, maybe, growing, yeah. I mean, like, for example, that's how my wife was. She was at one hygienist and she mm -hmm. really wanted to go to two. Mm -hmm. So, you know, she started doing SEO so she could get a second hygienist. Now she actually has three. Um, so, yeah. See it, what it, problem it, you caused with all yeah, your I SEO stuff? I, that's what she said yesterday. <laughs> what a good like, problem. I'm, I'm holding you responsible for this. But, exactly. uh, but no, I mean, it is a big problem. I mean, like, you know, I mean, that's why, for example, there's lots of dental marketing companies that do mailers in the mail. People need patients. I mean, there's also yeah. companies where you can pretty much, uh, it's kind of like, there's companies that are kind of like the new version of 1-800-DENTIST, where they'll send people your way and then you pay a certain fee for each new patient, which gets mm. kind of expensive and they're yep. not really the ideal patient. But the thing is, there's a lot of patients, there's a lot of dental practices that are growing or they just don't have enough new patients and it is a huge issue for them. Right, right. And and you're exactly right. It could be in a, a low growth area. It could just be a, through attrition, you know, moving like if they split with a practice and they wanted to go out on their own and they didn't take, you know, the entire client base with them type thing. Yeah, there's there's a number of reasons, but it is funny just, you know, from personal experience, I mean, how, you know, the the onboarding process at a new practice or whatever. It's not like I can call them today and say, can I see them Thursday, you know, generally. So it's a, there's this, this kind of gap that you're thinking, I mean, I just got to get in line with everybody else, but how, how has, um, I'm, I'm really curious, how has COVID, you know, affected your wife's practice and other, other practices that you've worked with, you know, on, on the SEO marketing? So, it really kind of depends on the, the area of the practice. So for example, my wife's practice, you know, I mean, obviously everybody was affected during the shutdown, um, but it just really depends on the area. So uh, what I'm seeing now is if you're, this is my experience based on the dental practice that I've taught to, uh -huh. but the dental practices that are in the areas that are a little bit more suburban and where people live, they're doing really well. Um, mm. It's bad. It's bounced. It's bounced back, and it's pretty much business as normal with current with 
different precautions. precautions. Yeah. Right. Um, and like, you know, they're, they're getting a lot of new patients. So for example, if you're a dental practice in, let's say, you know, like a suburb of Kansas city or a suburb of Indiana, Indianapolis, uh, you're, you're probably doing pretty well. However, if you're in an area where it's mostly business, like where your, your, most of your clients were pretty much, um, commuters for work. Like mm -hmm. for example, in Denver, there's the Denver tech center, which is a big corporate office area. Uh, they're struggling because nobody's going to, to work there. Yeah. So, so like, so everybody that was going to the dental office there, you know, instead of going there, they're going to wherever they live. Yeah. You know, people aren't going back. Same thing, even in uh, downtown Seattle, I heard, you know, that's, that's, they're really struggling down there. Um, I don't work with this office, but my wife knows somebody that had a practice in the financial district of New York, and he did crazy business mm. with Invisalign. And yep. he actually, he ended up selling it because he's going to the dentist in the financial district in like around Wall Street in New York. So it's really pretty much based on location. And of course, you know, search engine optimization, if you're in one of those areas where nobody is going right now, you know, I mean, obviously search engine optimization can help, but it's, you know, you're, you're really limited because there's not very many yeah. people going yeah. there. Yeah, so yeah, I, I yeah, I feel sorry for those practices. Right. It, it's, it's almost like you have to move your practice, albeit even temporarily, to to kind of you know you have to move the geographic location of it to to move where people actually are. Right. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. If you were in one of those more suburban areas where people live rather than work, yeah, you're you're pretty much lucked out with the yeah. whole COVID thing. Yeah. That 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 is a, it's an interesting explanation. Once, uh, so how long have you been doing this? When did you, when did you actually start doing SEO for your wife? I started a couple of years ago with doing that and it, it went really fast. I mean, I actually, I don't know if it was my background with, uh, you know, having a, an IT background yeah. or what it is, but I just picked it up really fast and I just really understand the concepts. And the thing is with SEO, there's, there's no proprietary stuff. I mean, if somebody claims that they, 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 they have a proprietary they method, that's bullet. bogus. It's yeah. bogus. <laughs> like it's all, it's all about concepts and understanding concepts and running with those principles. And like, if you understand those concepts, then, you know, you, you can understand how to optimize a website. Well, so I just picked it up really well. I, I mm -hmm. was lucky, I guess. So, I mean, you know, so pretty much, you know, in about like pretty much for the first year, I was just doing my wife's because I didn't want to touch anybody else's while I was doing, you know, until I proved my concept. Then I helped some other people. And then, you know, Denterica, which is a recent startup, I just started Denterica a few months ago. Mm. You know, because I mean, after doing so well with it, enjoying it so much, I just thought this is what I want to be doing. I'm starting up the company because I just want to help more people. And this is what I want to do every day. So I, it's, you know, everything you, you're saying is causing me to, to think of more questions I want to ask you. So I want to, I, I don't want to chase two different angles here. So I'm going to try to do them one at a time. So um, is there, or have you discovered, I guess, almost a formula for SEO that, that, you know, what, whatever worked in your wife's practice was going to work in this next dental practice is going to work in the next dental practice that you literally can almost almost uh codify you know so to speak or you could literally write it down 
hand it to somebody else. If they followed that formula, they could do it. Not really. I mean, like I do have kind of like guidelines that I do. I mean, like, for example, when I do keyword researching, you know, I, I do it a certain way. And, um, but like every, every, every place is different. Every business is different. So it's really all about understanding the concepts. You can have basic guidelines that you do. I mean, for example, I have a, a, like an SEO audit that I do, that I have. It's about mm-hmm. a point checklist. So I follow that audit, but when it, when it comes to, you know, doing those things and like, you know, optimizing every business is different. So I kind of like, well, you know, it's not really one size fit all, right. but it's all based on like different concepts. And, and also, by the way, with, with search engine optimization, there's not one way to do things. So for example, mm-hmm. you could, you know, if you want to rank really well for, let's say, you know, Dallas dentist and like Dallas and dentist, dentist Dallas, you know, there's, there's a few different ways that you could go about that, but it's really all about following the same guidelines. So if you, you know, you, you said you started this a couple of years ago, what do you know today that, man, if you, you said, if I knew that two years ago, it would have been, it would have been a rocket ship to the moon for my wife's practice. What, what's the kind of that one thing that you think, I wish I would have known this when I first started. Well, I don't really have any big regrets, but I mean, there are some things like, for example, I, uh, as I said, everything's important. And, you know, with my wife's practice, I knew that page speed, how fast her website loads is important. Um, Google's really big with a good user experience. You know, Google loves providing their customers, which are people that search in Google, providing them a great user experience. And one of the things that provides a good user experience is having a fast website. There's a big correlation between uh, website quickness and bounce rate. If something, you know, I mean, you've probably done that, Kevin, where you like click on a result, it takes forever to load, then you hit the back button. Yep. You know, it's, it's, yep. it's bad. Yep. So done it on my own uh, website. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. So like, so for example, um, you know, page speed, that's one of those things where I thought, uh, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and use the same website we have, tweak it, do a bunch of changes. I'm not going to go ahead and switch to a faster website using a faster platform or I mean, a a faster theme, Mm -hmm. a faster, you know, um, but like, I really, because I thought, let's just see what happens. And I can always go ahead and switch it. I should have just switched at the very beginning Mm. because there's, there really is a direct correlation between that and your, your rankings. And it's really kind of instantaneous where, for example, if you're pretty steady with your rankings and you um, like, uh, let's say your, your website speed's not ideal and you can do tests. I mean, you can go to Google's PageSpeed Insights tool and tell how mm-hmm. fast your website is, see if it's, it's good or not. But I mean, it's pretty much instantaneous. I mean, if your website's kind of slow and then you make it a lot faster, you're gonna notice a jump, like yeah. pretty much after they index your site again. So it's like, you really should not discount that. So that's the one thing that I wish I realized when I first started, because I went and waited so long to make changes like that. So how did, how did you discover that? I mean, you're watching a video, you're listening, you've seen an art, read an article, or you just by just, I just stumbled on that. Oh, I mean, like I, I, I love what I do. So, I mean, in the evening, I mean, it's common for me to just, you know, be browsing blogs and, you know, reading. Um, there's a lot of good resources yeah. and it's kind of cool. Cause I'm at the point where now 
where most of the stuff I read, it just kind of confirms what I already know. I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, that's nice. I know that. Right. That's yeah. a, or maybe that's a different take. Right. It's the same thing that I know, but it's like a, a different take on it. So, uh, but no, from the very beginning, I mean, I read that, you know, things like page speed is a ranking factor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, you know, I just, you know, knew that, you know, that is important, but, you know, I wish at the very beginning, I would have realized that it actually makes like a really like doing that. It like helps quickly. It's crazy. I know you mentioned earlier there, you know, there's no kind of silver bullet. There's no magic sauce or whatever, but there, there seems to be a lot of uh, SEO uh, snake oil salesmen out there that are, that are trying to, you know, sell their course or, or whatever. So, uh, I mean, just weeding through all the, the crap, you know, that is out there that you've got to weed through to kind of get to those, those sources, those resources that are really helpful. If you were, if you were talking to our audience, uh, you know, specifically about how they could improve their own websites, other than, you know, paying attention to page speed, are there resources out there that would be good for people to look at? Are there, um, you know, are there blogs to follow, you know, videos to watch? Where would you point somebody that, that is, is interested in trying to learn more about this? Yeah, there's, there's lots of good resources. So uh, first of all, like if somebody wants to get a quick snapshot of their website, like I actually even have on my website, I have a, like a free SEO checker and there's a lot of, there are a lot of free SEO checkers on the website. I think mine is one of the more comprehensive ones. So, you know, is that the hundred point check? No, it's not the hundred point check. No, the the hundred point checklist is, is something that I would do for clients. It's uh, and it's not something that can be automatic. It it involves a lot of research. So there's a lot of legwork on my part for that. Um, But then like, there is like on my website, like if anybody go to Dentera got denterica.com and then go to the dental SEO page, there's a dental SEO check where they can just enter their website and it will just tell them a bunch of things that are like wrong or right. And it's pretty cool. I mean, it's like, for example, like the, uh, it will say things like, for example, like if you have issues with, you know, like alt text on images or if there's issues with their, your headings. So it's a pretty, it's just, it's just a snapshot. Um, but then like, if somebody wants to learn more, which I think would, I think that's awesome if anybody wants to learn more and cause it, it's just so cool. Um, there's a lot of good resources for that. So I can kind of mention some of my favorite resources for learning more about SEO. So there's a, there's a bunch of companies that make SEO software and they have really good blogs that are very informative. So like, for example, one of them that I like is Moz, M-O-Z. Yep. Yep. And they have a great blog that has a lot of good tips. They're constantly coming out with great stuff. Uh, like I, I haven't learned stuff from those every once in a while. So I actually, you know, look at their blogs, you know, on a, a daily basis. Uh, Yoast SEO is another really mm-hmm. good resource. And uh, like SEMrush, S-E-M-R-U-S-H, they're really good too. Ahrefs, another. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I, for some reason, I don't really look at their, uh, their website, their blog that much. I actually use their tool every day, but mm-hmm. yeah, that's another good one. Well, we've talked about so many things and as we're wrapping up today, what's, what's one thing that I haven't mentioned that, that, uh, you just like to kind of wrap us up with and then tell people where the best place to find you online. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So really the best place to find me online is really our website, denterica.com. Uh, and is pronounced denterica. I know Kevin, we talked about that. So pretty much you can just think about 
it's for dentists and we, we help dentists across America. So it's kind of a combination of those words. Uh, so if, if anybody goes to dentarica.com, they can learn more about us. Um, and then also contact me, there's a contact page. And then there's also uh, links for all of our social media profiles. Well, that sounds great, Seth. I really appreciate you taking the time today to kind of not only just talk about Denterica and its its kind of formation and the history behind it and, and kind of the goal of the your business, but just really just educating us on SEO and, you know, as a whole. And I really appreciate you just taking the time and just helping all boats rise in a rising tide. Seth, Thanks, have a Kevin. great evening. Thanks, Kevin. Appreciate it. Another episode in the books. We hope you heard some great takeaways. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review on iTunes and YouTube. As always, thanks for listening to Rising Tide.